Welcome to the Cosmic Business Podcast. I'm Paula Crossfield, a Vedic astrologer, business coach, and CEO of Weave Your Bliss, a company with the goal to help a million spirit-led entrepreneurs build a cosmic business around their genius so that they can earn wildly well and bankroll the change they want to see in the world. A cosmic business is a new paradigm business that believes in collaboration over competition, building a business around your unique genius, aligning to the planets and your intuition, leading with your values, putting your health and the health of the planet first, treating people fairly and building giving into your business model. Sounds fabulous, right? On this show, I will take you behind the scenes of my thriving multi-six-figure business, including strategy on closing more sales, nurturing your community online, plus astrological insights to optimize your business and life. We'll also feature conversations with spirit-led business owners, creatives, and change makers to inspire you. I'm coming to you from our regenerative farm in rural Maine, my happy place, where we are currently creating space to welcome community for retreat and earth reconnection. Let's jump into the conversation. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I'm really excited because I'm going to be doing a 2024 astrology preview with you today. And this is in light of the fact that you may have heard already that the astrology guidebook for 2024 is out now. So this is a guidebook featuring all of my handpicked lay low and auspicious dates for the year plus the new and full moons, their lunar constellations, all the major transits of the year, along with Indian holidays. And you can literally drop it into your Google Calendar or iCal and plan with it all year. Plus, 100% of profits go to Asha Deep School for underprivileged kids in Varanasi, India. So you can get that at the link in the show notes. Please do jump in and grab it so you can start planning ahead for the year. So I'm going to just give you some of the highlights and talk about some of the things that I'm seeing and the trends for the year. And hopefully this will be helpful as kind of a high level for you to be thinking about the feeling quality of the year as it moves along. Also, sorry for some background noise today. I've got my dog in here and she's not settling down. So if you're hearing that, then I apologize. Okay, so 2024 comes in like a lamb. It's a little bit calm there for a couple of weeks, but things really start to get fiery in February. We have exalted Mars. We have several wars through spring and summer. Planetary wars is what I'm talking about. So that's Graha Yuda. And this is uh, when two planets get within a degree of each other. And so what does this mean? This means that these two energetic bodies are competing for your attention. This means that it detracts from both of their qualities. So you will see in this year's guidebook, I have all those planetary wars marked. And then I talk about how these could impact you based on the qualities of the planets involved. So this is a super cool extra thing that we decided to put in just because there are so many planetary wars. But this fiery energy and exalted Mars can be really good for getting things done and not so good for interrelations. If you know about Pitta in Ayurveda, you may feel more heat in your body. You may feel more frustrated. You may feel more irritable. So that's just something to keep in mind. I remember when I did my interview with Dr. Ram Kumar Kuti, he was talking about 
how they're seeing at their Ayurvedic eco village, Vaidagrama in the south of India, how they're seeing a lot more clients dealing with pitta disturbances than vata disturbances in the last five to 10 years. So this is very much going to be the season of extreme pitta. So I want all of you to take deep care of yourselves through the late winter, early spring in the northern hemisphere. In addition to that, we will have an eclipse season in the spring that is particularly harsh and sort of crowns this energy. We have an eclipse on March the 25th, and then we have another one happening on April the 8th. The one on April the 8th is one I've got my eye out on because it sort of finishes a an omen. You could say, this is what my teacher, Stephen Heiberger, said, that the opening in this past eclipse season, the one that we just finished, the initial eclipse in that eclipse season sort of opened something that will be closed again on April 8th. But you're, you may be hearing me say closed and you're like, oh, but then it's over. No, actually, it sort of just like finishes the omen. So if you look at the path of these two eclipses, they cross right across the middle of the United States in an X formation. Okay, this isn't to freak anyone out, but that does indicate that possibly something like a drought or crop issues could be happening across the Midwest this summer. So I, I'm curious to see how the weather is. I would really just lay low, especially on March 25th and April 8th, because these eclipses could be quite gnarly. So in this calendar, you'll see that things sort of lighten up after that. We've got the Davy nine nights after that particular eclipse in April. We have a couple of auspicious dates for launching. You'll see if you have the calendar. We have Akshaya Tritiya, which is supposedly one of the most auspicious days of the year, which will be on May 10th. And then we have a number of planets getting really close to the sun. Again, this is kind of a fiery energy, but it also has the sun is so bright when the planets get near to it, it almost sucks up their energy. So you'll see in the calendar, a number of planets just crossing over the sun in addition to having wars, because all the planets will be close together, most of them will be. So then we'll have a number of those wars, which I do break down inside the guidebook. But I also let you know in the guidebook when each of the planets is within five degrees of the sun and what that means for that particular planet and what to be thinking about during that time. Another thing we've implemented in this guidebook this year is that We have practices that we're suggesting for certain times. And we also have some journaling pages so that you can make your own observations because that's such an important part of astrology is to see how certain things impact you. So if you are in a moon period, for example, knowing when the new moon is, knowing when a moon debilitation is happening, knowing when an eclipse is happening, and then observing the placements of these specific moon occurrences and noting to yourself like, oh, that lunar constellation or nakshatra was good for me or not good for me. You know, same goes if you're in a Mars period and Mars is exalted. How do you feel when Mars is debilitated? How do you feel? So that's kind of a cool thing that we've done inside this guidebook. Okay, so you'll see that the summer, beginning of the summer, sort of quiet. We have a Saturn retrograde that starts. We have some auspicious days leading up to Guru Purnima, which is on the 20th or 21st, depending on when you're celebrating. We will have of July. It sort of heats up again when we get to August. (laughs) And by heats up, I mean the astrology 
some intense things start to happen. We have some inauspicious days in August that I outlined. We have Venus debilitation starting, which is a weakening of Venus, which is the planet of beauty. We have Shravana, which is a month of giving something up. So that in general is just an energy of kind of like taking a step back from the things that maybe we overindulged in in most of the summer. And Shravana really falls mostly in the month of August. So um, this is going to impact the end of your summer if you're in the Northern Hemisphere. We have some auspicious days in the beginning of September. And then we hit the Ancestor Fortnight mid-September, which is flanked by eclipses. So again, we're going to want to lay low next year during the Ancestor Fortnight particularly. And if you have been in my world for a while, you know the Ancestor Fortnight is a time where I say, absolutely, do not sell. Please remain calm. Please do spiritual practice. Please honor your ancestors. But here we have eclipses on the first and the last day of this Ancestor Fortnight. So you want to be extra careful during that time. Unfortunately, Mercury is exalted also during Ancestor Fortnight, but that will go on into October. So you will get to get some of that exalted Mercury energy that will support you in your communications, etc. And that will be during the Nine Nights of the Devi in the fall, which is a really powerful time for transmuting, for moving energy, for even launching if you do it at the end or the first day. You've got some auspicious days for launching in the fall. And then we have a Mars debilitation. And this is one of the things I really wanted to highlight for you all that will begin on the 20th of October and go through the end of the year. In fact, it goes through February. So we extended our calendar a little bit just to put a couple of things on there, which you'll see that go through January and February, just so that you know when things will end. And we didn't do a comprehensive look at January and February of 2025, but we just wanted to add those few things in there. Mars debilitation is particularly long this time because Mars is considered a crooked planet called Vakri in Sanskrit. That means that his movements are sort of unpredictable and sometimes he gets stuck like in an eddy, in this case in Cancer, where he is debilitated. And when Mars is debilitated, it's hard for him to get things done. That's pretty much the top line on that. When he goes retrograde, things might get a little wacky for a while, which happens on December 6th. So if you want all of these dates and more with in-depth descriptions and information, do sign up to get the Astrology Guidebook for 2024. Make sure you drop it into your iCal or your Google Calendar because inside, I have added even more detailed information in the descriptions. I also send out emails every Friday to your inbox where I go deeper into these insights, plus give you business strategy information and behind the scenes of my multi six figure business. These are insights you don't get anywhere else. I love sharing with you all and giving you kind of this deeper dive into what we're looking at as the weeks go by. Again, please do get your astrology guidebook. 100% of profits go to Asha Deep School for underprivileged kids in Varanasi, India. Last year, we raised $8,000. And this year, I would love to double that and raise sixteen. So please do go to the show notes and grab yours so you can start planning for next year. And I hope that this deep dive was helpful for you. And I really wish you an auspicious 2024. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Cosmic Business Podcast. We hope it was inspiring for you. 
Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a review for us so other spirit-led entrepreneurs can find out about us. I want to thank Team Podcast for production support on this podcast, as well as the musicians of the music that we're listening to now, Alexis Georgopoulos and Jeffrey Cantu Ledesma from an album Fragments of a Season, which you can check out wherever you listen to music. I hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to connecting with you on a future episode.